Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. Well, here, here's, here's what I need to say, and this is logical, and this is faith right here. Remember that the government right now and all these institutions, they're, they're erring on the side of caution. Because they don't want history to remember them as, well, we didn't take precautions. You know, like it is when you evacuate for a hurricane, a lot of times, like, they evacuated and nothing happened. It rained. Everybody was okay. I know. But they're taking precautions. And I will say, in, to their credit, for government and even cities and states right now, that it, <clears throat> it almost sounds ridiculous because you're like, is it that big a deal? Well, listen, I know we don't have all the facts, but look, at least for once they're being... Uh, they're having foresight. Because you know how it is, and I'm not bad-mouthing the government in any way. Sometimes government tends to be reactive. It waits till something bad has happened to do something about it. So, hey, they're taking steps. God bless them. Be praying for the officials and stuff. We'll be praying for everybody graduating. Um, everything's going to be all right, okay? Everything's going to be all right. The sun's going to rise tomorrow morning, I promise you, and you're going to be okay. So let's get in the Word tonight. Does anybody have good news, though? I need to double check. All right. You have some good news. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Praise God. And he, he wasn't expecting it. That's great news. Aaron's a good guy, too. So praise God. That is wonderful news. Wonderful news. Anybody have any, any other good news? Don't overwhelm me tonight with all your good news. Let's go to Psalm 119. And I know I've been there a while, but if you've looked at Psalm 119, there are how many verses? 176. So we're past, hey, yeah, we're past the halfway point, so fear not. There's a lot of good stuff in here, and let's just get into it. Psalm 119.101, the psalmist says, I have refused to walk on any evil path, any evil path, so that I may remain obedient to your word. There are, based upon that scripture, you say, man, any evil path. Well, are there lots of evil paths? Yeah, scripture says, narrow is the path to heaven, broad is the road, wide is the road that leads to destruction, Right? There's one way to get to heaven, that's through Jesus, but there's lots of ways you can get on an evil path. And we've refused to do that so that we may remain obedient to God's word. Verse 102, I haven't turned away from your regulations, for you have taught me well. Let me remind you every time, every time it says laws, commandments, regulations, decrees, what is that? Walk in love. That's the simplicity of the gospel, the simplicity of the New Testament. A child can understand it. You say, what's a regulation? David's talking about regulations, decrees, laws, commandments. What is that? Walk in love. If you walk in love, you forgive. If you walk in love, you treat people right. If you walk in love with God, you spend time with him. You walk in love with God, you obey him. You pray to him. You spend time in his word. I haven't turned away from your regulations, for you have taught me well. Verse 103. How sweet your words taste to me. Hmm. They're sweeter than honey. Anybody in here like honey? Honey's pretty good stuff. It is. I even like honey and coffee. Last, last summer and fall, I discovered honey and coffee, and I, that may sound strange to you, 
but it's good. Verse 104, your commandments give me understanding. Huh. No wonder I hate every false way of life. I love discussing the word with my wife or with those of you that talk to me about the word even one-on-one. I love discussing the word here at church because it's amazing how Scripture explains Scripture and how Scripture really explains life. The old school rabbis from hundreds and thousands of years ago, they said everything is in Scripture. It's all in there. You say, well, not my situation. Oh, the basics of your situation are in there. This is God's guidebook for life. Your commandments give me understanding and wisdom. No wonder I hate every false way of life. Verse 105. I love this verse. You recognize it. Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. I got these, and I brought this up before, but I, I, I love Amazon gift cards. So I got some Amazon gift cards for Christmas, and I got these sweet little metal and they're kind of heavy they feel good in your hand they're small led flashlights i like flashlights i like lights and so i have a couple of those and i got to go out in the backyard and do stuff at night sometimes but man these little lights i just hit the button and it just lights up the yard i love that i'm able to see back there you ever hit your toe on something in the dark and you just knew you broke it (laughs) right i think there's a joke with the brown side of the family about i broke my toe you kick something, and your pinky toe, I don't know why it always does that. When you hit something, it goes, dink. You're like, oh, I, I injured myself. You couldn't see where you were walking. Verse 105 says, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. God's word lights up your path, show you which way to go, what makes sense, what really makes sense according to God's word. Verse 106, I've promised it once, and I'll promise it again. I will obey your righteous regulations what are his regulations walk in love love god love people forgive all right love god love people obey his word i've promised it once and i'll promise it again i will obey your righteous regulations verse 107 look at what he says here i have suffered much O lord restore my life again (coughs) excuse me as you promised i've suffered much lord Restore my life again as you promised. You ever been through some stuff and say, God, I need you to restore me? Like, God, put me back together. Restore me, but, like, make me better than I was before. I I like, I'm going to admit to you tonight, if they're done right, I like old school lowriders, not modern ones. I think they look cool. I always have. I don't know if it's because I was born in Española. It used to be the lowrider capital of the world. Some people were like, I hate them. Hey, but imagine me getting out of a lowrider with a bald head and a white fur coat and a, and a cane with a gold eagle on top, right? My wife would say, um, <laughs> I'll see you later when you get out of that, right? And a pink feather in my hat. I'm kidding. But here's my point tonight. My wife and I do these walks, and we like to walk around the neighborhood, and we do this walk that's that's about a mile, but sometimes we take another route. And today, I was reminded that there's this guy, he has some cool lowriders. They're probably valuable. And it's weird because guys who have lowriders, they go to wash them, and they have them all leaned real weird. Have you ever seen that? And y'all are like, that's dumb. I don't know. I just, I don't know why. That's kind of cool to me. I don't know that I'd ever own one, but, but this guy has a cool car. And it's fully restored. When they're restored, they look original, Right? And original to me is cool. 
Now, I know those cars didn't come with hydraulics. I realize that. But I mean the look of the vehicle. And you see these guys that really know what they're doing, and they restore the leather. And if the car has a... Brother Tony knows what I'm talking about here. He says, he may say, I don't like lowriders, but a restored car is pretty sweet. You got a stick shift. The other day, we were driving into a Chick-fil-A near Abilene, and I saw a guy. You're going to appreciate this, Brother Tony. He's driving... It was a Chevrolet. I don't know what year it was, but it was green and white, and it looked good. And you know how he was shifting? He was shifting on the steering column. It was a standard on the steering column. Those are very rare. But I thought, for him to even be able to shift like that, somebody restored something. Yeah, and I don't know how to drive those. I can drive a stick down here, but this has a trick to it. They're doing standard, but it's on the column. And I thought, wow, that vehicle's been restored. It's been taken back to its former glory, or even better. And that's what God does when he restores you. I love this. I love this verse. I've suffered much, O Lord. Restore my life again as you promised. You ever seen a car that you just thought was beautiful, but it got hell damaged? Say, man, is that ever going to look good again? Or a car that got in a wreck, say, is that ever going to look good again? You'd be surprised. Barry and his dad, I've seen them put some cars back together body work and it looked like it was never wrecked it's been restored and many times it's better than it was before some say man i don't know man but the car some cars aren't the same after they're wrecked hey but god can restore you completely sometimes we've been through wrecks in life you say man am i gonna am i gonna be yeah you're you're gonna be great again you're gonna go back to the way you were and better better because how many of you know man i don't want to go back to the way i was (laughs) I want to be fully restored to how God wants me to be better than before. All right? Verse 108. Lord, accept my offering of praise. Accept my offering of praise, God. And, once again, he goes back to this, and teach me your regulations. Lord, show me how to walk in love. Lord, show me how to love people, man. Show me how to walk in love, man. Really. Verse 109, my life constantly hangs in the balance. You felt that way before, man. What's going on? I'm torn this way and that way. But no matter what happens to me in life, I will not stop obeying your instructions. And what are his instructions again? Walk in love. Real simple, walk in love. And if you walk in love, you're forgiving. Verse 110, the wicked have set their traps for me, but I will not turn from your commandments. His commandments are? Walk in love. Wow, we can do this. Verse 111, your laws are my treasure. They are my heart's delight. You know what I love? I love reading different translations and seeing the nuances of Scripture, shades of meaning. If you don't have this Bible, I recommend it sometime. And you don't have to get a hard copy of this Bible. I'm just saying you can even get e-reader or look it up online. But I like the Amplified Bible. This Sunday, I'm going to be doing some verses in Amplified, and I've done that very seldom in, in ministry as a pastor. I don't know why. I don't know if I forgot that the Amplified was out there. I just We have a couple of Amplified Bibles on our shelf. But the beauty of the Amplified Bible is it, it really amplifies. It's like it puts, you know when you put a microphone on something? There's a big difference, huh? This really big voice because it's being amplified. It's being broadcast and synthesized. In the same way, You read the Amplified, and it gets all these shades and shadows of meaning in the Hebrew and Greek. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. 
So I encourage you, pick up an Amplified Bible if you can sometime or get an e-book. Uh, it may cost you 10 bucks, but you can also look it up online. It's by Zondervan. Zondervan, I believe, are they the ones who do the NIV as well? But they have rights to the Amplified Bible as well. And it's just, it's amazing. You get to understand God's word. Verse 111, once again, remember, your laws are my treasure. They are my heart's delight. I love different shades of meaning in different translations. You know how it is. You read a verse and you go, man, uh, that's not clear to me. Let me look at, at it in a different translation. I, like King James Version to me, it's eloquent, it's beautiful. But to most of us in this room, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. They use words like heretofore. What is heretofore? In as much, I beseech thee. Can you imagine if I preached on a Sunday morning, I said, Sister Debbie, I beseech thee. She understands me. She's an educated woman, but there's people going, I thought I was educated, but beseech? What? I can rhyme that with all kinds of words. What is that? My, my encouragement for you right now as we're talking about Scripture, get, in, get into versions that you really like and understand. I'm not a huge fan of the mes Message Bible, but some people like it. It's, it's pretty street in some ways. I think one, one of the verses, it, it quotes Jesus, it says, Jesus said the proof is in the pudding. I'm like, man, okay. The message Bible, man, what a message, but praise God. We, we're going to get the word out there however we can. Someone was making fun of it years ago, and they're like, does it say stuff like, yo, Holmes? I said, I don't know, but it's really, it's so understandable that sometimes I'm like, I'm not going to read that version, <laughs> but uh, I like the New Living Translation. That's what I'm teaching out of tonight. Your laws are my treasure. Treasure God's word. Get to understand it. Capture it. Hold on to it. It's yours. God gave it to you. They are my heart's delight. Verse 112, I am determined to keep your decrees to the very end. I am determined to walk in love to the very end, in love with God and with others. Verse 113, I hate those with divided loyalties, he said. Wow. Divided loyalties. Do you know Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, no one can serve two masters? Let's break it down real quick for all the ladies in the house. Because the ladies, I, I, we're going to get a good answer out of this one. Ladies, some of you are married, some of you are not. If you are were to get married, would you like to share your husband and ha for him to have another wife at the same time? <laughs> Michelle laughed. I have no idea why. Uh, but I think that's a no. Sister Debbie's like, like, why are you even asking, right? No. Just, it's, it's bizarre, right? Say, no, you love me. It, it's me. Or, I mean, you know, it's all me or just, just get out of here, right? Well, in the same way, you can't serve God and the system of the world. You can't serve God's word and everything else that's going on. You got you to gotta pick a master. You got to pick a favorite, Right? I picked my favorite, March 9th, 2006, and I put a ring on it. I said, baby girl, here you go. Right there. I like you. I love you. Let's get married. All right? You got to decide. Say, man, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have. Wow, he said, I hate those with divided loyalties. Divided loyalties. But he's relating it to Scripture. But I love your instructions. I don't love your instructions and other stuff. I love your word. Verse 114, you are my refuge and my shield. I love this verse. Refuge and my shield. Scripture says in Psalms as well, he surrounds us with favor as with a shield. Will favor protect you? 
Yeah. I've been in situations. I remember one time I was, I was leaving Roswell. And this hasn't always happened because I, I, didn't, I, I preached about this in the Spanish on Sunday. But this hasn't always happened. I remember as a much younger man, I got tickets here and there. I got tickets to the point I got a warning from the state like, you're getting points taken off your license. You better stop getting points taken off your license. <laughs> the letter went something like that. Because I had a lead foot. But I remember one time, favor, God's favor protects you. I remember I was leaving Roswell one night, and you wouldn't believe what we were in Roswell doing. We were actually dropping off ice hooks. I got some looks in here. You know blocks of ice at the ice company? There's hooks that you put like this and, and lift, and they grab the sides of the ice so you're able to move blocks of ice. It was for the power team. I think it was in 2001. Remember the power team? They break ice and all kinds of stuff. They're just One guy said, Pastor Matt, they're breaking the whole building apart. They're breaking everything. But anyway, well, that night, I, I didn't realize it. I was busy talking. And back, back in the day when I talked a lot in the car, my foot would get heavy on the gas. Now you can ask my poor sweet wife when we're on the road and we're busy talking, my foot gets light on the gas. So we're on the interstate, and before I know it, the car is going 50. Jen's all, baby, cars are passing us at breakneck speed how fast you're going I'm like I'm going great oh man 45 you know my foot comes off well that night I was with a young man from the youth group and my foot was really on heavy on the the gas it was probably late nine at night I say late it was dark nine or ten at night state cop pulls me over and I went oh no and it just seemed like he was a primo or something just his accent and everything I was like, this guy seems familiar. I didn't know him. He didn't know me. License registration. And you know, state cops, they don't care about your story, so don't even give it to them. State cops are just a different breed. They're just doing their, they don't care. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you had an emergency. Great. Let me license and registration, right? Well, I gave him license and registration. So I said, man, I, I'm just going to learn to honor and give honor to these folks. Because you know how it is. I mean, I. I hadn't always honored in every way. I'd have an attitude. Well, anyway, pulls us over, license registration. He goes back to his vehicle. He's writing a ticket. He comes back to me, and he's real serious and somber, and he goes to peel, you know, the, peel the ticket off, and it's supposed to, there's a carbon underneath where it copies onto, right? He gives you a copy, and he keeps the original. He goes, oh, man, I didn't even do this right. I wrote the ticket, and it didn't transfer. And I went, oh. And I'm like, where's this going? He goes, you know what? I just got, I just, he said, I was already talking to dispatch. You got a real clean record. I'm not writing this ticket again. Have a good night. I went, you're not? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm like, you're not? Bye. Have a good night. Dry, slow down. Yes, sir, I promise. I'm out of here. Put on cruise control, something. You are my refuge and my shield. Your word is my source of hope. God will surround you with favor with a shield, and his word will always give you hope. You say, man, but I don't feel it right now. No, in the long run, his word will fill you with hope in the long run. Verse 115. <laughs> now, as David here is journaling, he says, Get out of my life, you evil-minded people. For I intend to obey the commands of my God. No matter what, I'm not, I don't want people around me who influence me wrongly, he's saying. Because I'm going to obey God's commands. 
Verse 116, Lord, sustain me as you promised that I may live. Do not let my hope be crushed. Have <laughs> you ever prayed that prayer? Lord, I believe, help my unbelief, and Lord, I have hope, but man, it's waning. <laughs> it's, I'm struggling here. Help me here. Help me. Sustain me. Hold me up, and I will be rescued. Then I will meditate. Sorry, verse 117, sustain me and I will be rescued. Then I will meditate continually on your decrees, God's word. This whole, this whole book here all points to Jesus. It does. Walk in love. But you have rejected all who stray from your decrees. They are only fooling themselves. Verse 118. <laughs> 119's a little harsh. You skim off the wicked of the earth like scum. No wonder I love to obey your laws. Wow. I, don't, I think that says, that's self-explanatory. Verse 20, I tremble in fear of you. I stand in awe of your regulations. Verse 121, you ever prayed this one before? Don't leave me to the mercy of my enemies, for I have done what is just and right. God, you take care of me. Don't, don't let me fall into other people's hands, especially if they're they're out to get me, Lord. You take care of me. Verse 122, please guarantee a blessing for me. Does Scripture guarantee a blessing for you? Yes, in the New Testament, if you walk in obedience to God's Word, you're promised blessings. You're in the Old and New Testament, all throughout Scripture, if you walk in obedience to God's Word, Old and New Testament throughout, you're promised blessings. Guarantee a blessing for me. Don't let the arrogant oppress me. Verse 123, my eyes strain to see your rescue. <laughs> Man, Lord, where is it? Where are you? To see the truth of your promise fulfilled. <laughs> my eyes strain to see your rescue, to see the truth of your promise fulfilled. When God keeps his word to you, and he will, that's the truth of his promise. Somebody say, get ready. Yeah, get ready. You're going to see the truth of his promise fulfilled. Verse 124, I am your servant. Deal with me in unfailing love and teach me your decrees. Verse 125, give discernment to me, your servant, then I will understand your laws. Help me to know the difference between right and wrong. Give me wisdom. Verse 126, Lord, it is time for you to act. <laughs> for these evil people have violated your instructions. <laughs> What a verse. Lord, it's time for you to act, man. They're acting up. You deal with them. You take care of them. That's a good prayer. Verse 127. Truly, I love your commands more than gold, even the finest gold. Verse 128. I have no idea how I got through these in 21 minutes. Each of your commandments is right. He repeats himself. That is why I hate every false way. <laughs> The beauty of God's word is this, and let's list it tonight. Truth. Many times the world, different things, news, social media, it's sinking sand. They contradict themselves. You even look about this, about what's going on with the situation with the virus and stuff. There's contradictory information. So who's lying is my question. Do this, do that. No, it's not this. It's not that. It's this. It's a, it's a rumor. It's, it's just crazy. No, you got to go back to God's Word. God's Word is truth. Truth. Scripture says God is the rock of our salvation. So He's not moving. 
He's not going to move. He's not shifting sand. Remember the wise man or the wise woman, they built their house on the rock, not on the sand. Okay? So God's word is truth. God's word brings hope. God's word brings comfort. God's word lines up your thinking. God's word, once you really absorb it, I believe, it eliminates confusion. God's word, it brings an end to some discussions. You say, well, what kind of discussion? Discussions that are going round and round. He said, no, this is, but th- here's what the word says. I don't know, but this is what God's word says. This is what, it, this is what his word says, okay? And Jesus said, heaven and earth pass away, but my words will never pass away. It's permanent, but it's beyond permanent. It goes into the eternal. Are there any questions tonight about God's word and the text that we went through? Um, Psalm 119, 101 to 128. Any questions tonight at all? Anybody at all? All right. On that note, let's bow our heads and close our eyes. Thank you, Jesus. We just adore your name. We worship you tonight, Father. You are faithful. Through it all, God, you are faithful. Just take some time in his presence tonight. Just take some time in his presence tonight. Faithful God. Faithful God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, the victory is yours, Father. We just bless your name, Lord. We're encouraged by your word. We know that your word is truth and light and hope, and it's a mirror. And it's a sword, God, and it's water that cleanses. Your word is powerful and it takes care of everything we need, Lord, if we'll just believe. We'll just believe. We'll just believe. Lord, I thank you for healing in souls tonight. If there's anybody in this house who needs a healing in their soul, I pray and believe right now. I'm in agreement with you. God is healing your soul. You say, man, that was terrible what I went through. God is healing your soul right now. You say, man, I'm going through something right now. God is healing your soul as you go through it. All things work together for good to those that love God and are called according to his purpose. You are the favored of God. You've accepted Jesus. Now you're walking in his word. You are favored by God. You are chosen by God. You are protected by God. You are loved by God himself. He walks with you. He is with you. He is near you at every moment. Somebody said years ago, he's closer than the breath, closer than the air that you breathe, closer than the breath that you draw into your lungs. He's right with you. He lives within you now by his spirit. How is that? How can the God of the universe live within me? Man, I don't know. It's a mystery, but he does. That's what scripture says. He has placed a part of himself within us by his spirit. He is with us. You've been given authority against evil spirits. You've been given truth and wisdom. You've been given hope and life and light. You've been given the promise of victory during this life and eternity with him. That's eternal victory. That is what your God has promised you. I want to remind you tonight that God is still with you. God is still for you. God is teaching you something. God is working on it and he's working in you. His promises are good. His promises are good. His word is sure. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Never, ever, ever, ever. 
God is faithful. God is good, and he's with you. Lord, I thank you for healing tonight. I thank you for restoration, God. Just like we talked about those vehicles being restored. God, I thank you for restoration. Restoration, holy God. We thank you tonight for your goodness. We thank you, Father, because you're faithful. We thank you, Lord, because you have a track record of protecting us and taking care of us. No matter what we say, no matter what we do, Lord, it cannot detract or take away from your track record. Most of us in this room, if not all of us, we are living, walking miracles. We shouldn't even be here, but here we are because of God's goodness, because of God's mercy, because of his protection. You're important to God. You're important to God. Hold on to that which you first believed. That God is good. That God is faithful. That he may take some time, but it's going to come at the right time. God is good. God is faithful. His word is sure. Now, Lord, I ask in Jesus' name that you encourage us that you remind us of your word by the Holy Spirit. You promised us that in the word. You said the Holy Spirit, when he comes, and we know he's already come, that he will remind us of the word of God. He will comfort us. He will help us. He will teach us. He will advocate for us. He will counsel us. And he will lead us into all truth. And we thank you for that tonight, God. We honor you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit equally. We honor you, God, completely. Now, Lord, I declare miracles in our lives. Now, begin to work miracles. Let us see miracles even beginning this week, Lord, in areas where we need a miracle. Speak to us. Show us miracles. Show us your face. Show us your glory. Show us your promises. Show us your strong and mighty arm and your hand of power. Show us, God. I thank you because you're good, God. I worship you tonight. We can't make it without you. but we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. I thank you, Lord. We lean on you. We trust you and we believe you.